All right. So, uh, welcome everybody. And our today's guest is has joined us all the way from Canada. Her name is Tanya Sego. She is a solo backpacker and adventure seeker. And we will know more about her adventures and stories so far. Uh, how are you, Tanya? I'm awesome. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. We are great. Uh, so should we, should we begin with the questions? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Great. Uh, so Tanya, please tell us uh, how and when did you start your solo backpacking journey? How did you make that decision? Uh, yeah, well, it's a bit of a process. So like in my early 20s, actually, I really, I don't know, I didn't want to travel or anything. I had lots of invites and stuff and I, I just... At the time, I really didn't um, value travel for whatever reason. I was really more focused on, you know, making money, I guess, working on my career a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't really see the value in, um, you know, spending money or whatever, like just work that I was working so hard for at the time, you know, just for other things. And, um, and then I got to be 26 actually. And I was like, you know, I haven't even like went to like Mexico or whatever. Like it was just a typical place that Canadians go. Mm -hmm. And um, I just was like, wow, this is kind of sad. You know, I really, I really want to say I've explored something. So I actually went to Mexico with a friend and um, had an awesome time. And it just kind of awoke a little something in me to go, hey, you know, this is actually pretty cool. And I want to do more of this. Um, so then I actually went again, uh, I, six months later, I went to Europe with a friend, like Spain, mm -hmm. France. And again, I had, I had an okay time, um, but I just let my friend plan everything. And, um, you know, we went to every museum and just city stuff or whatever. And I came home thinking, oh, it was, you know, it was pretty cool and everything, but I, I still was like, you know, like that was okay. But I guess if I <laughs> chose, if I went again, I would do it differently. And uh -huh. so it kind of um, got me thinking more about wanting to go on, again on a trip, but just kind of do it more, like have more control over what I was doing. And so then I just started thinking about it a bit more. And at the time, of course, then I, but I was like a little chicken thinking, because friends were like, oh, you should just go by yourself. Uh -huh. um, you know, you'll meet people and all this along the way. And I was like, oh no, I'm too scared. I won't, you know, I won't meet anyone or whatever. So I just started thinking again, like, oh, I want to go travel, but I don't want to go alone no one to go with, what am I going to do? So then, um, yeah, another six months went by, I think. And then a friend <laughs> invited me to go to New Zealand with her. And, she, you know, to, we were actually decided to, we were going to go there to work. We we're going to take a year to go travel and um, get one of those working holiday visas, which is common for a lot of people from, you know, between 18 and 30, you can get them quite easily and just go work and live abroad. So I went with her. I was like, that's it. I'm quitting my job. I'm going to go. I have someone to go with to get me started. Mm -hmm. um, so I spent five months in New Zealand, um, part of that working and part of that um, traveling around. I had a car. I bought a car. It was amazing to just travel that way. Um, and uh, so I had a few months, but I was again, I was just with another friend and I was never right. solely on my own. So then, um, then I had to kind of venture off on my own. I knew that was going to happen at some point. So then I went to Australia and that was by myself, um, which was awesome. I had three months by myself, um, wow. just traveling around there, um, which was cool. But I was, so I was a little bit scared to do that, but it, at the same time, it was very much like Canada. So it was actually a really good first 
step, I think, to go there um, to, to New Zealand or Australia because it's just kind of like a nice little taste of being on my own, but it's like very much like what I do in Canada kind of thing. But the end of the trip I had was planned was to go three months to Southeast Asia, which was going to mm -hmm. be like my whole real test. And so <laughs> at that point, I that's where I was like a little chicken again. I was like, okay. But um, once I got off the plane and I just, you know, just kind of, I was really scared, but I was uh, just kind of faked it. <laughs> and I went on for three months and I had an amazing time um, to Malaysia, Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, and Vietnam. And wow. it just seemed like from there, that's kind of where it all took off for me because I, I just, everything I saw there and, and just how I felt and, and I just realized that I had the skills and was able to do this by myself. So. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I've been on a trip since with anyone. Um, this is 15, well, more than that, 15, 17 years ago or something. That oh, I wow. Yeah, every trip has been on my own. And um, that's when I just really fell in love too with traveling um, into the developing countries too. Because, uh, yeah, that just seems to be my, my passion. So, yeah, so that's kind of where it all started. Amazing. So, you've traveled a lot of countries. How many exactly? Oh, I think f at least 50. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been really lucky because I was able to manage it with work too, where I could sometimes go on longer trips because especially mostly like Canada where it is, like it's just, it's really far from a lot of places. And I, I really mm -hmm. fell in love with Asia specifically. Like I've been to other places too, but I really um, love Asia. And um, yeah, so I just managed to go and sometimes for six months or three months or you know, and still managed to keep my job. So I, I was really lucky that way. Amazing. So uh, since you've traveled so many countries, you've obviously been exposed to a lot of different cultures. So have you found any similarities between some of these cultures? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the world. Yeah, you go from every little corner of it. It's like very different and yet similar at the same time like there's like I saw I love is like you see so many different people the way they look the way you know just you know the way they do things um, mm -hmm. and yet at the same time there's just a lot of there is a lot of similarities and just I don't know I, I guess it's just at the end of the day like I don't know because we all look different we're, we're, we're all really <laughs> the same at the end of the day and we all kind of think so what I found and you know I remember someone said to me recently that you know, the most important things are family and faith and and I thought yeah it's really true like you see that all over like you see just yeah. at the end of the day just how passionate people are about the beliefs and whatever it is or and just the family and like you know I just find like you know go on a local bus or something and I'll be traveling around and just you know I'll see people just like they all look like they know each other. I think, oh man, these people all know each other and, and that's cool. And then I found out they're like, no, I don't know any of these people on the bus because they're all <laughs> so friendly with each other and they'll pass their children around to random strangers and and just, yeah, I just think it's so wonderful just how they just seem to love each other and care and like they're so welcoming. Like, I mean, people are just so passionate about things and like they just, they'll give you like, the way they treat you too, like I, I've just had people give me their, their last piece of food. I, I feel like, you know, some people have really don't have a lot of material things. And I see that that's not really that important to them anyway, but they'll just be just so happy with the little that they have. 
and, and wow. yeah, I've just been welcomed in people's homes and whatever, like all over the world. And I just find it quite amazing. That's, that's beautiful. Uh, I will, I will get to that later, but before that, I have another question. So since again, you've been exposed to so many different cultures, have you adopted anything from these cultures in your life right now that you still use to this date? Um, yeah, I feel like when you travel, like you, you never come back, like you always come back, you come back changed in a lot of ways. Like you don't, you're never, you never come back a worse person, let's just say for sure. Like you're always learning and um, yeah, like I just, even though you don't really think it at the time, but it's not mm -hmm. until you come home and, and it's just like, oh wow. Um, yeah, I guess I just, you know, to say, I don't know, adopted, like, yeah, I just feel like, um, I just look at people different. I feel like I've become more relaxed. Um, I think the things I value more have changed. And just like, you know, I think that's why I struggle being home sometimes because my friends, the things that seem important to them or like a big deal are really just so small in the big picture. And so mm -hmm. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I just feel like I'm a lot more chilled about things. Yeah. Um, you know, just the things I value, I value those simple things more. And I actually really, I'm, I am a very like minimalist person and um, I'm just very simple. And I've always been kind of like that, but I really realize like I'm just like the short too. And I um, just value the, the, what I have too. And just the sense of my friends and family and stuff mm -hmm. too. So kind of feel like that's, that's a bit, but yeah, I definitely, I mean, it's, what I've gotten from travel I just yeah you can't put it I guess that's too before I used to be so worried about money and like and, and now I'm just like you know what you can't put a price on the experiences that I've gained from travel so definitely definitely and as you were saying you shared one small story with us where you've had experiences where people have given you their last piece of food uh, do you have any other memorable travel stories that have just stuck with you probably changed you um yeah i've had i mean i've had some amazing uh experiences and you know just like everywhere i've been there's been something cool and you know you you learn something new every time you go or whatever um but one yeah like yeah i've met like just i think a lot of too what is memorable to me is just the people i meet and like that's why people go oh what's like your favorite place or whatever and yeah, I, I mean, I love different places for different things and some things I've seen for the beauty or whatever. But uh, usually at the end of the day, my, my favorite experiences are more about the people I've met and right. like, that's kind of what sticks with me. And um, one, I mean, one thing that I did that I, I felt like was, was pretty cool uh, was like when I was in, um, I actually went to the Demo Democratic Republic of Congo, uh -huh. which of course is, as a lot of civil unrest there and a lot of issues mm -hmm. like you know it's just it's really sad because there's just such poverty and just a lot of issues there and it's just it's really a shame but I don't know for whatever reason I wanted to go to that country um for years and then I finally got to go and um yeah it was really cool and um but I remember I brought this um uh, I actually brought a suitcase full of medication with me mm -hmm. and uh, so this was this foundation actually called not just tourists and where you can um actually you just take a whole bunch of medical supplies and you can take it anywhere you want like just different countries that need it 
And I just thought, oh, I'm going to try this because I thought, okay, cool. So I lugged this massive suitcase around with me. And um, yeah, I just, for like 10 days throughout Africa, I was just um, carrying this around and like the wheels were broken off and I had bruises all over my legs and stuff for lugging this thing around. But I was like, I really wanted to get to this one specific um, hospital there. Um, which is like for women who are, you know, survivors of sexual violence and mm-hmm. um, called Pansy Hospital. So anyway, so I, I I lugged it around and finally got to this hospital. And yeah, I just, it was just really cool because they didn't know I was coming or whatever. And they were just really happy to to have got this, these meds and stuff. And just the appreciation they, you know, had for, for me bringing that all away from Canada. And it just made me feel amazing too. And I thought, wow, I really want to do more of that kind of stuff because I've had, mm-hmm. yeah, so many people just be helpful to me, you know, and there's always challenges along the way and there's always someone looking out for you. Even though you're all by yourself at the other end of the world, it's just like, you know, sometimes you're like, wow, you know, I'm all by myself here and there's no one to look out for you, but there's always someone, you know, who's always there for you. So yeah, it's kind of nice. Um, that it work, can work both ways. Wow, that's quite a story, huh? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty pretty neat for sure. So I want to do more of that kind of stuff for sure. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, moving on, you also love a lot of adventure and adventure sports as you shared with us. So uh, what are some of these adventure sports that you have experienced? And yes, how did it go? Yeah, I've always been um, a pretty, I, like I've always been an athletic person. So I've always had a lot of sport in my life and stuff for like five years. Or I used to be a triathlete. I ran seven marathons. I used to do a lot of that stuff. And then, but I just found like, I was like, oh, I'm just kind of a bit bored with that. Where I was like, I just felt like I was always alone and training and yeah. tired all the time. And then I was just like, I really need a change. So yeah, I think about five years ago, I just was like, okay, I'm gonna try something new and what is there? And so I started whitewater kayaking and wow. mountain biking. And, you know, I live by the mountains, so it's just perfect location for that way. There's lots of lots of places to go play. Um, so yeah, with the, the kayaking though was just, I mean, it's just what I needed actually. It was just uh, awesome sport because it was just, you know, it's an individual sport and yet um, it, needs a lot of teamwork too because you're always you can't go alone so you always you know, um, support group that way and it just I, I gained so many skills from not only is it just an adrenaline sport it's just so much fun I mean it's just mm-hmm. non-stop if you've ever tried whitewater rafting it's it's basically the same thing but in a kayak um, by yourself and you have full control so right. it's amazing because I've just learned a lot of things from it because I mean it's very stressful it can be stressful stressful at times so you got to you know learn how to deal with sport with uh, the stress um constantly always being aware of you know your surroundings and what's going on um communication and you know sense it's teamwork and then just obviously being on your own as an individual so like i find i actually related a lot um to my travels too because i was like yeah it's like it's not only the skills you can use in daily life, but when you're on the road too, because you sometimes end up in these same situations. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I really just love that. And even when I've been traveling to, like, I've, I've went hang gliding and paragliding and uh, skydiving, canyoning, like, done some really cool things. So, like, there's lots of neat things you can do around the world. So, like, I definitely um, like to incorporate that, incorporate that into my travels as well. 
That sounds super exciting. That must have been a lot of fun to do. Oh yeah. Yeah, no it's good. I always look forward to you know especially when you're traveling and you know you're walking the streets a lot or whatever and then it's really nice to go okay and I get to go paragliding tomorrow <laughs> and you know just see something kind of cool like from a whole different experience to a different perspective. Right. Uh so few more questions about your traveling is solo backpacking and you've been doing it for 17 years almost is already a huge push out of your comfort zone. And now that you're past it, how else do you push yourself out of your comfort zone? Yeah, I was just say like cuz yeah, initially with traveling for sure it was definitely out of my comfort zone and yeah, it's and it's so yeah, and now it's just like I'm in my zone <laughs> when I'm in travel. I sometimes feel more comfortable, I think, when I'm on the road than when I'm at home. And in so many ways Uh actually it's weird because I feel really comfortable just walking the streets and like India or whatever and then I'll be home and like I don't know why I just at home I'm like scared to do things on my own sometimes <laughs> like oh like I was like I don't know it's weird how I just seem to be more comfortable on the road Um yeah I just find yeah I'm kind of one of those live for the moment kind of people and like yeah it's good to push your limits because that's how you become a stronger person and you know going through struggle that's that's So that's why I like to I don't know. And that's why I think mostly with sports and stuff. And like actually right now too yeah. I'm going through a career change. So that's another way like I'm trying to challenge myself in a different way. So um yeah, I say that's mostly how how I kind of I like to push myself for sure. Great. And uh as a woman solo traveler, excuse me. Uh do you think it's uh, more difficult to actually get out there be alone? Do you have to be extra cautious as a woman? Um I think to a point for sure. Um yeah, like I mean, women get a lot of unwanted attention unfortunately from men. So I do think in that sense that um you know, it's it's unfortunate that uh you know, so I do think women have a little bit of an extra challenge in that sense. Um And I don't know for me like I'm I mean I I'm used to it I've done it so much so I know I look I know the signs you know like and and actually to most people in my life are men like I actually really most of my friends are men and I know a lot of women don't understand that and especially <laughs> probably in India like, why do you hang out with men all the time but I actually even though as a child I was like always surrounded by men or like you know boys whatever when I growing up I always played, I was what they call tomboy so <laughs> I I always was playing with the boys in the mud and you know I was always like that. So I've always been surrounded by men and so I'm kind of used to that and um you know so when I'm traveling to I just you know I don't know I just find it interesting so you just so even if I'm in a situation uh I just can deal with it pretty good and so I just think um yeah that is one challenge for women for sure that's you know having to watch out for themselves that way but I do think overall you really just I don't know. I I I don't know. I I I really don't feel that I'm uh, it's more like scary or difficult for me to travel um by myself. Like I think a lot of people are surprised that I'm doing it and they think, "Wow, that you're doing." But I think, "Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just do it." And um I don't really think like I think everyone needs to look out for themselves. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't let that discourage a woman necessarily. I do think 
they should go for it. If they really feel like, I don't think they should feel that they're going to be treated much different or whatever. And just, anyway, just be strong and um, confident. So yeah, I really don't think so actually too much. Mm -hmm. But but again, like I said, there are the odd little moments right. where I think being a woman has this extra challenge. Right. And do you have an inspiration or someone you look up to when it comes to your traveling and the experiences you face? Um, well, yeah, I was thinking about that a little, like, I don't usually, like, for the most part, I'm just inspired in a lot of different ways, but, I um, mean, there is actually one, one woman specific that, I, I mean, in, it, it's, it's kind of good that I, I have this woman in my head sometimes, because I also like to push the limits a little bit when I'm traveling, um, but there's this girl, actually, um, she's similar age to me, but her name's Amanda Lindout, and she wrote a book called A House in the Sky. Um, mm -hmm. And she's a journalist, actually. Um, but uh, in 2008, she was kidnapped in Somalia. And um, she was held captive for 15 months and um, obviously went through a lot in that time. And since she's been, um, she's been freed and, you know, got a, like escaped, basically, um, she's been becoming humanitarian and like she wrote this book and I wrote this book, read this book when I was on the road traveling actually, and I was in some similar countries where she was and just, you know, really followed her story a lot and um, related a lot to what she experienced in her travels, but then, you know, it was saw what could happen to at the same time. So it was kind of a reality check of going, yeah, you know, this could happen to me too, you know? So yeah, I just look for to her though, I think, because she's such a strong woman, what she went through and then how she found positive and everything that she learned from things. So um, I, I do kind of look at her as, you know, and, and a lot of strong women, just strong people really inspire me for sure. Wow, that's amazing. And uh, coming to my last few questions, what are some words of advice you would like to give other people who are keen on probably solo backpacking what are some ways they could save money all of that from your experience yeah well um for saving money i'm of <laughs> saving of knowing how to do that i'm actually yeah i because to me i look at every dollar i can save is one more one more meal one more way when i one more dollar for my travels right so um, one thing I learned even just when I looked at like being in Australia and New Zealand at the start, I, mm -hmm. I, I mean, Europe too, like I loved it. Like I think they were really cool places, but I look at just even how you choose where you travel because I thought, wow, like my, my money went, goes so much farther in, you know, places like India, obviously, you know, and so like as far as saving money, that's, that's, that's part of the reason why I've even chosen some of the countries I chosen away because I just know I can just see that that much more of the world um, but uh, you know at the end of the day I just really would choose to go to these countries anyway I realized so it's just a bonus that I can save money um, but yeah like I think so I don't know as far as saving money goes like I always eat at local restaurants and which of course I just want to do anyway because that's where the best food is and that's where all the locals are so like you know, I take the local bus. It's like the same thing. Like, I don't want to be around all the tourists. That's not why I'm there. So those are all ways to save money for sure. And then um, as far as just advice on what, like, I don't, for someone who wants to go um, on their own, like, 
I think you just got to realize you have the skills and the confidence because I always, always like, oh no, I, I can't do it or, you know, I'm not going to meet anyone. But at the end of the day, you know, you get off the plane or bus or whatever and you just figure it out. I mean, you realize you have the skills. We all know you just, you get a hotel, you get a restaurant, you, you know, you just talk, ask people for directions if you need to. And it's just, it happens so easily and like, you know, and people are so friendly. Like, you know, you don't realize until, I know in my role, we're just so busy in our working all the time. So running around that we we're so focused on ourselves um, and you don't realize just how beautiful people are and how helpful they would be if you're in need. And I think it's just, for me, the big, big thing is just showing confidence. Um, I'm sometimes scared, like so scared. And even now, even after having, you know, you're lost or whatever, and mm -hmm. you just really need to show confidence at all times. I fake it a lot, you know, you just, because that's when things happen sometimes or people <laughs> might, you know, they prey on the vulnerable sometimes, right? That's who they look for, for weak people. So you just got to show confidence. And I mean, it's amazing what you can can do sometimes like I'll look back at my you day make and go, wow, like that's pretty cool too. or I got out of a situation or whatever and so yeah I think for people just who are thinking about do it just go for it even just get on that bus or whatever and just go because it's um yeah it's, you, you can do it <laughs> <laughs> amazing very well said and uh so for our Indian viewers and even from listeners from other countries if you could please tell us more about Canada and what you think is the beauty of Canada. Um, yeah, well, Canada um, is a huge country. Uh, I think it's actually the second largest by landmass actually in the world. So it's a huge mm -hmm. country. Um, yeah, and then we have like 37 million people. So compared to like India or like many countries, it's, it's just so crazy thinking how my whole country population is like, you know, one city in some some, some of these countries in the world, which is amazing, it's like crazy. Um, so yeah, so if you like, you know, that kind of experience, I guess is a little different, like having a lot of space and that way. Um, as far as beauty goes, like, I mean, yeah, we offer, like we have four full seasons here too. So if you like winter things, but I mean, if you want to learn to ski or whatever, you come to Canada. Uh, so we have amazing mountains for, for stuff like that um, and our summers are awesome like I live an hour from from the Rocky Mountains which are between you know Vancouver basically and where I live Calgary so um, that is of course my favorite place to be is in the mountains right. um, it's just stunning some of the places that you can go see and climb mountains and you can go biking and you can do lots of cool things and then of course the east is um is really nice as well but i i mean to be honest i've mostly did mostly uh international travel i need to explore right. more of canada for sure but the east is amazing too so like i think if you're going to come um you're best to just sort of pick one region and start with that um and because you're not going to see it all for sure on one country <laughs> just like india i mean i've been to india three times and you can go and for you years. still haven't seen much yeah exactly i mean it's just such a diverse country so um, in Canada too, we have the French section. There's one province mm -hmm. that is French, and um, pretty much everyone speaks English, though overall. But there is like if you you want to explore the French province, like that's beautiful too. I have been there briefly, but um, but yeah, people think that we all speak French, and 
sadly we don't but like i do speak a little bit we all speak a little bit so um but primarily we're all um, english speakers and, right. so yeah so it's a beautiful place and like we have a lot of indian people too um as you probably know there's lots of yeah. indian people in canada but you know a very multi multicultural country as well so mm -hmm. we have people people from all over the place are are canadian you know there's no true you can't say, oh, you look Canadian, like we're just made up of a little from, from everywhere, which makes it the beautiful place that it is. Right, absolutely. And uh, finally, you are working on a blog of yours uh, to jot down your travel experiences, am I right? Yeah, I've started one, <laughs> but okay. I have yet to, um, I actually, because I'm in the process of moving and stuff, I've kind of mm -hmm. taken a little break from it right now. I've just um, had a lot going on right now, um, transitioning with a few things. So I had started writing one. I've yet to yet to actually get it active and I'm, I'm still working on a name. And stuff. <laughs> I haven't got to that, but I definitely want to finally like, get it working on it as soon as I get settled. I'm moving next week, so yeah. Sure. So if, if, there, if there's any other way that people could know your story or get connected to you? Um, right now I just have an Instagram, uh, which of course I'm, I've been also very lazy about. <laughs> I haven't really posted any photos. So I am going to work on both of them because I'm trying to embrace social media. I'm, I'm like, mm -hmm. you kind of want to post people. I have it kind of lazy about all that, but I really <laughs> want to get more active with it. So I'm, uh, I'm going to get started. So I do have an Instagram page, which is uh, Tanya S underscore seven six. So I do have that um, right now, but the, yeah, basically, so I will hopefully connect the two. And then if people want to get in touch when the blog's going, they can connect Definitely. through the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Thank you so much, uh, Tanya, for joining us and giving us your time and sharing your stories. It's been absolutely amazing listening to you. Yes, thanks so much for having me. I mean, yeah, it's just, I, I can just see even from the start of how I feel right now. I just, every time I talk travel, I just, it, I light up and I can't wait for the next trip. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I love to share and I'd love to encourage people to do the same because it is, I mean, honestly, even if it's just in your own country, like, I mean, just to leave your own state or whatever it is, you know, you don't have to go travel around the world to experience different things. You can just, in your own country I'm, India is the perfect example I mean like I said from each corner of it you know it's very very diverse so um, I totally encourage people that they should just whatever they can afford to do or, or just mm -hmm. have the confidence to do just start take baby steps really and just start and go for it but yes. um, again too thanks and I appreciate what you guys are doing too this is amazing work you guys are doing thank you so much Tanya again it was amazing talking to you and thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much. All right, good night, take care. Yeah, see you, bye.